from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. I'm absolutely the best person to lead this uh, department. I am fair, I'm equitable, I listen to everyone's side. I refuse to become involved in politics. What politics are driving this, do you think? I just think that there is a lot going on in the politics of county government and the county council and in uh, uh, separate groups that um, I don't belong, I don't think belong in the office of chief. I think this should be about service to the citizens of St. Louis County. It should be about crime fighting, crime prevention, and delivering those services. And that's what I mean by staying out of the politics side of this. That may be slightly naive, but it is my goal. I'm Sarah Fenske. Mary Barton has served one year as chief of the St. Louis County Police Department. Her tenure has been rocky. Chief Barton has stumbled around racial issues. Last summer, she walked back comments where she dismissed the existence of systemic racism in the department. At least four black officers are suing the county, alleging discrimination in hiring and promotions. The union that represents black officers and the county council have said they have no confidence in Barton's leadership. On Friday, St. Louis Public Radio reporter Rachel Lipman sat down with Barton. We have most of that interview for you today. Here's Rachel. Your tenure as chief began near the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, and we're sitting here a year later, and there's still a pandemic going on. How did that ongoing challenge affect what you were able to get done or change how you did what you were able to get done? Well, I think it, it, uh, in some ways, was a uh, complete obstacle, but in other ways, it made us be creative and think of new ways to engage with people when you couldn't actually either go talk to them or go out and engage in events with them. And again, to you know, the officers and the professional staff here, some of which were working at home, it's kind of hard to get things done when nobody's here. So it required really creative ways to get the job done, but I'm happy to say that even though we, we engaged in creative ways, our service and deliver services to the citizens of St. Louis County did not diminish. There was still the same professional level of service delivered to them, even in the midst of a pandemic, because you know what? People don't care. When they want the police and need the police, they need the police. And we have to be able to deliver that service however it looks. So it was challenging, but I think that we accomplished our mission. How did the department fare during the pandemic in terms of the number of people impacted by the virus? And are they all able to come back to work or are there some still struggling with the after effects? Well, we were quite lucky. We, I think at final count had a little, right around 200 um, officers and civilian uh, professional staff affected um, all of them except one, to my knowledge, is back to work. And that was the officer, you know, they did the news stories on who had severe uh, problems and was in a hospital for several months. But he is um, on men, I'm happy to say. Uh, I, actually, he walked through the office the other day. So uh, all of our people seem to have recovered or in the final stages of recovery. And to long-term effects, I, I think that's the best, anybody's best guess about how they'll be affected long term. But so far, we really held out and um, all everybody's been able to return. And how are you doing at, if you're aware, getting officers vaccinated and protecting them and the community against this virus? Well, <clears throat> before the vaccine came out, we surveyed the officers and about 60 officers and professional staff, about 60 to 70 percent of the department indicated they wanted to take the vaccine. So we have been successful in those that chose to get the vaccine. Uh, getting them vaccinated. Uh, 
we are still following um, the county executive's rules and mandates about ma masks and social distancing and all, until such time that those are changed. Uh, we absolutely want to protect the public. Uh, we want to protect our own officers. And it's very important to follow these protocols while they're in place. And um, especially until the main bulk of, of the population gets vaccinated, the public as well. You've had some very high-profile controversies around issues of racism and equity in the department. How are you moving forward going to address some of those concerns that are out there and get at some of the racial equity issues in the department? Well, I meet with the um, stakeholder groups here, diversity and inclusion, the Ethical Society of Police, and we meet on a regular basis and we talk about the issues going on here and, and the individual acts that have been um, come to the forefront over the last year, we address those rapidly and, and in a swift manner and professionally and following, following policy and procedures. So those I think that we uh, addressed in a very professional manner. Uh, moving forward, again, we, we uh, started a program here called Courageous Conversations, which are, we're going to continue, which is talk serious down in the weeds talks between officers of all ranks and civilian staff about race and about issues in this police department. We've also um, engaged in the ABLE program, as I discussed. This, this is not only just about uh, officer intervention in the community for other officers, but it's also about officers helping other officers within the department or talking to them or explaining to them issues that they may not understand. And of course, there's also a wellness piece to that. A wellness unit was created out of that. So hopefully when we take all these things into account and we regularly meet with our stakeholders who have issues and have a, a voice in this, we're moving forward with discussing these ideas and coming up with a, a more unified approach to the issues. You heard Chief Barton mention the department's enrollment in ABLE. That stands for Active Bystandership for Law Enforcement. The program out of Georgetown University teaches officers to intervene when they see colleagues acting improperly. A spokesman for the department said he was not aware of any instances in which an officer has used the training to call out another officer. Now back to reporter Rachel Lipman. How will you know if you have succeeded in creating a more equitable and better working environment for all officers, especially of color? Well, I think that it's the same way you measure any success. Less and less um, instances that are brought to our attention that we believe may be racially motivated or acts of intolerance are sometimes just plain not educated incidents uh, of people not understanding other ethnicities, other religions. And the only way you really ever change that is through education and training. And we are moving forward with uh, training programs also within the police department that's, that address race and address um, engagement in the community relating to race as well. Ethical Society of Police, St. Louis County Council, both have expressed no confidence in your leadership. St. Louis County Police Officers Association may be considering doing the same. How would you say to the community who might be looking at that landscape, I am still the best person to lead this department? I'm absolutely the best person to lead this uh, department. I am fair. I'm equitable. I listen to everyone's side. I refuse to become involved in politics. And a lot of this is politically based and politically motivated. I have to tune out all that noise and just move forward and move this police department forward in the direction that it needs to go. And this department is moving toward being very equitable, addressing matters of race and sexism and other pro any other problems in this police department. But you can't fix years of problems in one night or one year. This is an ongoing, ever-changing, ever-moving-forward process, and that's what I believe I bring to the table. 
What do you mean by politically motivated? What politics are driving this, do you think? I just think that there is a lot going on in the politics of county government and the county council and in uh, uh, separate groups that um, I don't belong, I don't think belong in the office of chief. I think this should be about service to the citizens of St. Louis County. It should be about crime fighting, crime prevention, and delivering those services. And that's what I mean by staying out of the politics side of this. That may be slightly naive, but it is my goal. County Executive Sam Page and Mayor Tashara Jones are, quote, actively looking at combining some of the public safety services between the city and the county. From your perspective here in the chief's office, where would such combinations be the most effective? Oh, we already have um, uh, several com uh, combinations within the city. We have the uh, Metro Air Support Unit. We have the Regional Bomb and Arson Unit. We have... Um, we share daily intel. You know, we did have that joint project. We have a lot of ongoing interaction with the city. I think looking forward, projects that would combine resources that are scarce in both departments would probably be the most effective use of these collaborations, I'll call them. But uh, we've already uh, do several of those on a regular basis, and, and uh, we are also um, heavily involved with their um, SWAT team, back up for their SWAT team. So we do some of these regional um, collaborations already, and um, I think anything that addresses regionally based crime it is worth the effort to look into. The two-year anniversary obviously isn't going to generate quite as much media attention as a one-year anniversary does, but if I were to sit down with you in May of 2022, what would you want to list as your accomplishments in your second year? I would absolutely want to uh, list the, we have really tackled some of the serious issues regarding race in this police department. We've begun to, not begun to, we have seriously affected violent crime, especially homicide, and especially homicides within the home. That's deeply disturbing to me. Um, and we have moved forward in this police department in engaging our community partners to assist us not only in, in, in being partners in crime prevention and crime fighting, but also partners in actively helping us recruit um, and retain members of this police department. Because we do have, truly have groups out there that want to become partners and are already very, very um, great partners with this police department. I hope to continue those relationships. That's St. Louis County Police Chief Mary Barton talking with St. Louis Public Radio reporter Rachel Lipman. Barton marked one year on the job last Friday. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis.
Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.